Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 99, Bottles of Beer on the Wall. We're gonna party like it's episode number 99. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. It's There's No Place Like Tara. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over season 5, episode 11, Desperate Measures, a.k.a. the one where Sam is the bride from Kill Bill, a.k.a. (laughs) Fuckity Fuck Fuck. Yeah. Because that's how I ended it. It, it ends pretty not good. Uh, AKA, don't fuck with Sam. No. Yeah. No, no, don't, don't. I just, everything that she did in this episode uh, was reminiscent of those first few scenes uh, with the bride yeah. and Kill Bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, you're just a badass and you're just going to badass your way. Here comes Daryl Hall and uh, kill her, kill her. <laughs> Kill her to death. Um, so there is... We didn't have time to include it in this week's notes, um, but I did want people to be aware that oh, yeah. the, there was some sort of sneak peek that dropped for Origins this morning, but um, I... We, we have a heart out today, so yeah. I didn't have time to go and and watch it and look at it quite yet. So we're going to we're gonna have that for next week, but I just want people, if anyone else has the uh, all-access pass... Um, they can go watch it now, but we'll cover it next week. We will. We just, uh, Grace has a heart out because work is working. Life. Work. Yeah. Um, so Desperate Measures first aired on September 7th, 2001. Okay. It was written by Joe and Paul, uh, directed by William Whoa, Garrity. September 7th of one. Yeah. So uh, how long till our next episode comes back? Um, Do they come back the next week? Um, I don't know, but I could... Um, I guess that's a you. maybe that's a question for next week. Well, give me yeah, like two seconds and I can tell you. That's the day the world changed. Uh huh. Give me once. Give me. Give me as soon as the internet loads here this for me to tell you. This is a song that does song because I don't remember the words. Um. Well, this says original air date was September eighth, two thousand and one, for Wormhole Extreme. That can't be right. Well, they maybe. Did it for some reason back to back? And well, Wormhole Extreme was this because the episode after that didn't air until March 8th, 2002. Huh. So, um, talk about a cliffhanger. Yeah, that's something that I'll definitely go back and yeah. look at as to the actual um, air dates between the two and um, if they actually aired sort of okay. a day after each other. Well, I now mean, I'm even more excited to see like the to be, episode. To be fair, I and I don't remember entirely in real life but i can imagine if september 7th with the usual air date and they did like a special night airing of the 100th episode yeah that could be what we are yeah okay i won't ask any more questions done uh directed by william garrity uh and any episode where you have john delancey and tom mcgreeth is (laughs) a wealth in acting abilities (laughs) A wealth in assholery acting abilities. Assholery, asshattery, assiny. It's just a lot of fuck in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And Carrie Genzel plays Diana Mendez. That's the the girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. The not-quite-girlfriend, but assistant, but yeah, yeah, secretly in love. Yeah. She's been, like, 
in everything. She's done a ton of soap operas, um, like three different soap operas, Days of Our Lives, All of My Children, something else. She's been in Outer Limits, Smallville, Supernatural. She was Jackie Kennedy in Watchmen. Whoa. Yeah, she's like still doing, she's still busy. Like she's. Good for her. She's like journeyman actress, man. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Were you looking something up? I was just trying to remember which one was which as far as our guys. Mayborn is Tom McVie. I just get yeah. the names backwards. Oh, yeah. And I know that you know them because of... Yeah. Because I know that John Del- Simmons Q. is Q. Yeah. yeah, Q is Simmons. Okay. Yeah. Q is John Delancey is Simmons. And then Asshat is Tom McVie. Okay. Yeah. McBeef. So, uh... I didn't want to get them backwards. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I switched between uh, Mayborn and Asshat and Simmons and Q. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The entire episode. <laughs> so, we start uh, with... Uh, in Vancouver slash Russia. Yeah. Vancouver. <laughs> Vancouver. Uh, military drug tribes. <laughs> that sounds up. like a dirty thing. <laughs> it does. <laughs> sounds like someone's nickname for their vagina. Oh, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and everyone is speaking Russian. There's a prisoner is acquired in, I should say, less than authorized way. Mm-hmm. People are shot. And then we see the prisoner is a ghouled. Yeah. It's definitely sinister things. There was an episode that was early on mm-hmm. where there was some sort of similar training ground, but our Jack was a different Jack um, or someone was different. Maybe. I Are imagine- you talking about the, the one that was off world where the gold were playing humans to infiltrate? It was before that one. Before that one. Or maybe it was that one. Or was it the one where Jack was playing bad to try to get into the NID? That might've been it. Okay. Uh, anyway, it just reminded me of that, and I wrote reminiscent of old episode with alternate Jack. So maybe that's what I meant. Yeah, where he was like, yeah. the only person that knew was Hammond. That he was, yes, with, he was like, and he, he joins like the off world NID yeah. team. But it, it's so great that we've seen enough of these where I'm like, wait, I have to reach back into the catalog now. Holy yeah, crap! Of the I'm, fifth season. Like, can I do a rewatch of the rewatch? Yeah. <laughs> can I start rewatching now and then catch up to myself and then start over and catch up? That may or may not have been what I did with Gilmore Girls. You know, but, that works. Because <laughs> when I started watching that show, it was still on TV. So I yeah. went back and watched old episodes um, just to watch them again. And then I would catch up and then I'd watch again. And well, then that's, what I, did with, that's what I did again. with Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Because I watched an early episode of DS9 and I was like... Which uh, is why I can't tell sucks. you how many times I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I watched another episode a couple seasons later and I went, this is the greatest show that's ever been on television. <laughs> yeah. I must watch all episodes. <laughs> and now still DS9 is my favorite show. I'm going to do um, it. I'm going to start doing a Stargate rewatch, first watch, rewatch. So guys, if you hear a large snoring dog in this episode, uh, that's because there's a large <laughs> snoring dog that's being my blanket for yeah, this episode. It's that not can... a large snoring one of us, we promise. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's. I apologize. There's, there's like limbs dangling off my legs. There's a big like... old stormy boy. Yeah. Who's a little stormy man. <laughs> Just okay. literally draped across me. <laughs> um, anyway, so in meanwhile, in another part of the world, Sam is leaving a gym, and we see her about to get into her her beautiful '60s silver. Yeah, bulldog. I forgot about that car. Uh, and a van drives up, and a bunch of guys in black kidnap her after she puts up a hell of a fight. But she does just, her damn There's just like there's only so much you can do when there's like four or five guys. And you're not armed. And you're either. not. Yeah. yeah. She's got nothing. Uh, and as a homeless guy says, ninjas. Yeah. Well, By the way, this homeless guy needs a name. Does he not have a name? He doesn't have a name in here that I found. 
Oh, okay. I'll think of one. Okay. I didn't have one already. Alrighty. And then we get credits. He's too busy with all his trinkets. He has some cool trinkets. Yeah. So in Hammond's office after the credits, it's been over 48 hours and there's no leads. And while they don't have jurisdiction outside the SGC, they can still look around. Hmm. And it sounds like what happened is she was late to work Monday morning, which is not normal because it's Sam. Yeah. Um, and that's what sort of gotten them, yeah. gotten them looking. Yeah, they're like, something's not right. Sam is uh, the person who's always available all yeah. the time everywhere. Um, and then we then we find Sam. We come to Sam again, and she is in scrubs with some leads hooked up to her, strapped to a gurney. Mm-hmm. And all that they'll tell her is she's in the hospital, and they're going to run a few tests, and they sedate her again. Yeah. She spends a fair amount of this episode just Sedated. drugged up against yeah. her will. Um, now, is this the part where she resists, or is that a different part? Well, I mean, she starts, like, fighting. Pretend the... right, is this where she pretend runs and then falls? Oh, no, not yet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because that's my favorite part of the yeah, that's <laughs> Not yet. We're soon to be. So Jack's looking around the parking lot where her car was left, and uh, he, he, meets, he meets the homeless man who thought it was ninjas. Mm-hmm. And for two bucks and some uh, Nat Geo's. I'm going to call him Ariel because he's got all these trinkets. Okay. Ariel. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Is that is that appropriate or is it inappropriate? That's either that or Scully. Oh, I like Scully. We'll call him Scully. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's got all these trinkets. And it's because Scully had all the trinkets, too. That's where yeah, Ariel got them Well, that was her dealer. Yeah, that's her dealer, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, comes up and meets Scully. And yeah. for two bucks and some Nat Geos, uh, he does ensure. <laughs> yeah. He does, and of course, Jack would have a closet of Nat Geos. Yeah. Um, he looks at the pictures. That's where it's like, when he, I'm sure as a kid, like like 12-year, 13-year-old yeah. Jack was still looking at the Nat Geos. For boobs. For the boobs. Yeah. Like, he was intrigued by the articles. But He's the, like, this is cool. But no, the also, boobs but were bonuses. It's like he was pretending that that was the only reason he was there. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to keep looking for articles, and if I accidentally run into boobs, that's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, he's, you know, <laughs> he's, he's at a cop and he's in the Air Force. And I love the thing where where he was like, I was in Nam. Yeah. And Jack's like, what company he goes it was for vacation? Yeah. <laughs> for a second, I was like, oh, our poor homeless. Oh, no, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> he's like, you're not going to you're not going to believe me. It was ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's like, and it happened so fast, but she put up a fight. And I just. Love this scene for some reason. Yeah, well, it's pretty great. Really adorable. (laughs) So back in Daniel's office, Jack and Daniel are checking out Movie Orbit, everything for the B-movie fanatic, (laughs) uh, because the NID use these sites for their coded communications, and Jack is betting that Mayborn is still keeping up tabs on it. Mm. So they leave a message, Hutch, we need to talk, signed Starsky. Nice. Um, Back at the hospital, this is where... (laughs) She does. Yeah. She's getting pushed through the hallways and her blood tests are showing Naquita and Gould protein markers. Right. They don't know what those are quite yet. And she manages to roll off the gurney and, and stumble. just fucking take off. Yeah. <laughs> but like, she doesn't take, her mind thinks she's taken off. Yeah. Really, she's like falling over it's and like knocking It's like this beautiful stone. drunk yeah. fall. I know. Well, like, I, if you play like the, uh, what is it? Benny Hill, like, yeah. if you played that underneath it, this would be the funniest scene ever. Like the the physical the physicalness of yeah. this, this part is just my favorite it's, thing. Like because you know it's serious and it's like oh my god Sam's kidnapped, but it's just like what are you even doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's my it's my favorite. And because it's still Sam, she managed to slip a uh, a, Hell, a scalpel. Yes, she does in her shirt sleeve without the henchmen <laughs> noticing as they help her up. Cause, yeah, because she rolled. 
like okay in Constitution, yeah. but she rolled great in stealth. Yes, like her stealth check was like, yeah, you pass, you pass, you're good. So uh, Jack pulls his truck up, leaving a crate of Nat Geos for for Scully because of <laughs> course he was still going to come back and bring. Right. And he's a man of his word. Yeah, uh, and there is Asshat. And I love how he's like, I have a gun. And Jack's like, well, who the fuck do you think I am? Of course I have a gun, too. Uh, And they continue just to, like, snark. Uh, And and Mayborn's like, I was really good at hide-and-go-seek. I could always find everyone, but they could never find me. And Jack's like, that's because they didn't want to. It's because no one wanted to play with you. (laughs) They they Uh, did not go look for you. I do like his new beard, though. He somehow seems less creepy because of it. He looks like Al Borland from Home Improvement. He does look like Al Borland. Uh That's why he feels less creepy. Yeah, (gasps) yeah. Do you think Al Borland is the reason I like men with beards? (laughs) You know, there's a good chance. (laughs) I'm okay with that. I always felt so bad for for Al because Tim picked on him so badly. But you know what? I was like, Al's so smart. He gives no fucks. He gives no fucks. Yeah. Uh, our like, if if our family was represented in a TV show, even though there was not three boys in our family, it was Home Improvement. <laughs> nice. Not just the like Michigan aspect of it, but like uh, like Jill, well, like yeah. my mom and Jill. Might as well have been like in the best way possible the, the same, same person smart ass. to the point of they went back to school almost the exact same That's time. Funny. So all the stress that like Jill went through of like having a job and taking care of the family and going to school, I was like, uh huh, uh huh. I recognize that in my house right now. I yeah. feel that. Right I know now. that feel. That's like, funny. And I was, uh, I was, I was a, I was clearly I freaking Zach, the youngest. No, what was the youngest brother's name? I was the youngest brother in the in oh. that group. To be fair, both Matt and I were the youngest brother in that group. Well, I think Zach was one of the kids' real names. Yeah, I know. But I don't remember any other names on the show guys, except JTT. I know. That's what I'm saying, guys. <laughs> uh, I joined the JTT. Uh, it's the only, like, one of the two peaked, one of the two boys, teenage Nixie had a crush on. Nice. Was JTT. The youngest kid was named Mark. Yes, Matt, I was definitely Mark. And then the oldest was Brad, who was played by Zachary Ty Bryan. Yes, that's it. I remember those names. And then Randy was played by JTT. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the only one that mattered, guys. I was like, <laughs> sometimes Randy, but mostly I was Mark. Because Mark was like, <laughs> well, went into the goth phase. Uh, yeah, that's right, he did. No, yeah, if he I did. relate to anyone who was Randy, it's like this smart-ass kid who was like, why am I here? That's what I'm saying. Like, also I was a middle mix child. of like Randy and, and Mark. Yeah. I was not a middle child, though. I was definitely a middle um, child. But like, yeah, and we had like, we had, we kind of had a Wilson neighbor. Wilson Wilson. <laughs> yeah. Um, because he, he was constantly building his deck, but never finished. Like, he was building his deck for almost a decade, <laughs> and never ended up finishing the deck. Nice. <laughs> Anyways, um, as we were going, they're in the woods, snarking at each other. Yeah. Jack assumes that, um, the people who took Sam are friends of Mayborn's, uh, and Mayborn insists that he doesn't know anything, like... And Jack's like, look, you didn't come back in the country in Rick's execution. Execution? Execution. Just mm-hmm. to, That's just, exactly how uh-huh, you say that. Uh-huh. Just, execution. Just to tell Jack. Execution. Execution. <laughs> just to tell Jack that he didn't know anything. But Mayberg does say try user 4575. Um, <laughs> or experiment 626. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what Sam... Sam is experiment 66. That's right, yeah. 
Oh, sorry, buddy. So uh, Jack calls into Hammond's office and Daniel's also there. And they're like, we're pretty sure we know who 4575 is. Uh-huh. So Jack, uh, Jack takes a visit to visit Q at the Pentagon. Yes. Who's apparently um, just making Jack wait for two hours because he's an asshole. Also, did he get a new toupee? I, no. I feel like his hair looks very toupee-ish to me. Well, I know he does, does not wear a toupee. Those are the things that stuck out to okay. me. I was very much toupee-like. <laughs> Calling you out, Q. So he just makes Jack wait to, to piss him off. as, And he just at one point busts past the secretary into the room. And I got, just, again, yeah, I can't imagine this poor secretary being like, I can't handle this man. No. I'm just going to fucking let him in your office. I love the, the we ripped the label off the juice bottle to be a specific lack of product yeah, placement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which almost makes you notice it more. Yeah, those are great. I like the fake ones that they do, or when they do like a store brand version so you can't tell which yeah, one it is. Or they just specifically turn it so you only see the like. So if you look at nutrition info, if you look at the ones like in current TV shows, because they're all in LA, they do generic Safeway brands because uh-huh. generic Safeway brand is pretty. They make the most generic labels they oh, can. They do. Like they'll be like. Yellow cheese cracker. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. But to me, it's like, you're just selling Safeway because yeah. I know that. <laughs> I recognize Safeway, I too. I know yeah. yeah. Uh, Simmons just plays dumb, tells Jack that he's like, oh, I mean, what do you, I'm not going to tell you anything. I'm just, you're, No. And Jack's like, look, I'm not expecting you to just give me information here, but if I have to, I will devote the rest of my goddamn life to proving you at a point yeah. in this uh, and how this ties back to you. And in the process of the conversation, Q quotes some of the same lines that we heard from Kinsey a couple episodes ago oh. about how the NID is a legitimate organization financed by the government, which has been duly elected by the people. This is bad. And they provide vital civilian oversight to top secret military operations. Hmm. Um, and then Simmons, of course, tries to pin this all on Mayburn. Um, and like, oh, I wonder where he got the three million that was just transferred into his Cayman Island account. Maybe you should go check him out because I'm just going to push blame on someone yeah, else. I'm just going to redirect and redirect and uh-huh. redirect and cause more trouble for you. Also, Nat Geo gets another shout out because <laughs> the beautiful maps on Simmons walls. This episode is sponsored by the letter Nat, Nat Geo. Geo. <laughs> So Sam notices that the camera is pointing away from her, so she starts cutting at her restraints stealthily. Yeah. Because she's a self rescuing princess. She is a self rescuing princess. So back in the briefing room, Daniel explains that the company that sent Asshat the money is a subsidiary of multinational corporation. I just blinked on it because it tried to autocorrect it to Zeta Torn. Oh. And uh, I did not catch that. That's okay. But they don't really say it any of the time, so. It doesn't really matter. Uh, a, a, it's a, a private company, basically. Industry run by Adrian Conrad. Dun, dun, who dun. made his money with fiber optic host channel adapters and then diversified to make a shit ton of money and is now basically invested in everything from shipyards to sportswear. Now, I do want, before we get further out into yes. this, I want to, I picked up on something completely unrelated to plot. Yes. Is Michael Shanks Canadian? Yes. Because... Never before has this happened, but he said bottomed oat. <laughs> and it just stuck with me. I was like, did that just happen? I and not... I can't even do it right. What's... But you know what I'm trying to do. Bottom out? Yeah. 
what's funny is that I did not pick up on that probably oh. because I don't pick up on Yeah, and accents. I was like, yeah, you said oat. <laughs> yes, Michael Shanks is Canadian. <laughs> the end. That's all, nothing to do with the episode or anything like that. I just forgot he was Canadian. This is like when you and call out. And he got out, real Canadian. This is when you call out my northern accent and I don't know. Yeah, I'm sometimes. like, you're doing a thing. <laughs> Every once in a while people are like, hey, do you want to say that again? And I was like, why? Uh, yeah, I'll do that. At, I, I'm a jerk and I'll be like, what was that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Missed it. Snow. <laughs> I don't do anything like that. My accent is perfectly perfect in every way. You, you guys, you can tell who uh, Grace is talking to on the phone, dependent on her accent. <laughs> Not just the language, just the accent. Yeah, if there's accent. Yeah, if I'm talking to a friend back home from California, you get even real staccato. Yeah, even if they don't. Yeah, even if it's another English speaking person, uh-huh. it's a different. Oh, tone. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you yeah, get, you get real staccato. <laughs> yeah. You get real Californian up in there. That's very fair. To be fair, if I'm talking to someone back in Michigan. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, so you know this that has accent. been a lesson in accents. By the way, a future uh, a future Nixie and Grace talk over things apparently may have to be Fargo simply because Guys, they want to see what how happens. Much fun <laughs> will that be? They just want to see me watch Fargo and see how short it takes for me to my my. Plus, it's a great freaking movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, this one. I don't get as strong as I don't get a Fargo accent because mine's mixed with enough youper. Right. But, <laughs> That's okay. I still want to hear it. Anyway, fiber channels are yes. a thing, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they used to connect data, computer storage, and servers in like data centers. They were first introduced in 1997, so it's basically like, hey, they were early adopter, and they diversified quickly. Um, and fun fact, according to Wiki, in 1997, hmm. when they were introduced, it was 1.06 pulses per second. Oh. In 2016, okay. they were around two. Two hundred two hundred eighty thousand <laughs> per second. Wow! <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's cool." Whoa! Yeah, they got a little faster. So they're just information centers that just get faster and faster. They're basically. they're like no, they're not information centers. They're okay. like connection. They're a bridge. They're like an information bridge. S- not senders. I mean, they I like senders. allow. Oh, I thought you said, sorry, I thought you said center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, like, allow information transfers they're like to happen. The mile, they're like the myelin sheath of the cell. There you go. Of the brain thing. So there you I, go. Hold on. Yeah, the myelin sheath is the thing that is the fiber that covers the channel. Uh-huh. So, I'll get it. Okay. There's a little highway. There's a little highway that connects the different uh, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sunset <laughs> Highway <laughs> Overdrive. In a neurotransmitter. <laughs> Guys, I know my neurotransmitters, sort of. So apparently Adrian Condre hasn't been seen in the public in over six months. Mm. Um, and his assistant is the person who authorized the payment to Asshat. Oh. So Asshat is already on top of that case, visiting the assistant, Diana Mendez, um, before the team can get there. And he's asking about Sam's disappearance as well. And I love how Mayburn's like, pre-requits... Pre- Prerequisite? Prerequisite? Yeah. Prerequisite? Pre- that's I like that better. <laughs> Prerequisite. Prerequisite. Close enough. Like, seriously, guys, I cannot pronounce this word. Uh, <laughs> Pre-needed abilities yeah. of his last job included sneaking around. Did you say prereqs? Prereqs of his last job included sneaking around and an absence of moral consciousness. Yeah. Which, to be fair, fair I, yeah, he just never had that. 
Mayborn truly, I, I truly believes that Mayborn does not know anything about Sam's disappearance, but he does notice the coincidences that are going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the accent uh-huh. in the tra- neurotransmitters. <laughs> <laughs> I had to find it. I had to find it. It's a fiber channel. And it's covered in a myelin sheath. All done. Okay. Gotta go. So the gold, uh, <laughs> the, the gold was a part of that that we saw early in the episode. It was part of the whole deal. And that's where Assad got his $3 million from. It was $10 million to buy the gold from some renegade Russian military intelligence folks. And Diana didn't know what was being bought or why, which we find out later that that's a big giant fucking lie. Yeah. Uh, and naturally her boss would never be involved in something no, like kidnapping. She's clearly in love with him, so why would she even do a thing? And in a super not shady at all parking garage, <laughs> Jack comes up from behind Mayborn, uh, making sure he gets Mayborn's gun. It's and very much truck. reminiscent of, remember when Francie gets Rory into a parking garage yeah. and takes pictures? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It's a Gilmore Girls reference. Except a lot more sinister. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know. That girl is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so in the hospital again, Sam is still patiently and quietly sawing away at her restraints. Uh, and a doctor comes in spouting off about how much uh, we wish, you know, we didn't meet under these circumstances. Maybe yeah. the key to the future of medical science. You know, they know she was host to an alien symbiote. And she's like, hey, look, I'm just a physicist who studies deep space radar telemetry. There's the, this guy's approach is like serial killer. Yeah. he's There's something creepy and obsessive and I listen to a lot of murder podcasts <laughs> and I'm like oh he's gonna kill her there's a reason he's an evil henchman yeah he's yeah. gonna kill her and then he's gonna defile the body and after creepy. he dissects the brain so he just wants to get his hands on the yep. brain Yep. I mean, they get way too excited later on about wanting to cut her brain Yeah, they're open. like, oh, okay, we get to kill her now? Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I don't even think they feel like they have to kill her before. They just want the brain. Yeah. They'll they, just, you know. They're scary. They're, yeah. Uh, so it turns out Diana knew exactly what was going on, despite playing dumb. Yes. She's in another room watching all of this with another henchman, and they're running out of time. Yeah. They have to move up implantation. Uh, and look, guys, the gold's in the tank. This is uh, my notes say, oh, there's, shit, fresh gold. There's a snake in the tank. There's, <laughs> there's a snake, snake in, in the watering <laughs> hole. <laughs> there's a snake in my boot. Uh, and someone's Get these getting a motherfucking gold. snakes out my motherfucking tank. Okay, I'll die. <laughs> um, so Jack and Asshat chat as they drive. It's a drive and talk instead of a walk and talk. Yeah, A drive sure. and talk. Uh, Jack responds as you would assume Jack responds when he finds out the three million dollars was to help to acquire a gould. What the fuck, dude? Exactly. Just, just what the fuck this? Also, just don't tell Jack that. Yeah. Um, which can I just say you done fucked up? I would assume the one known gould on Earth would go for way more than ten mil. Well, that's the thing, though, is it's not people don't know enough about it to. Still, yeah. it's like the one alien you know on Earth. I'm assuming the Russian, the Russian people, the renegade Russian people here would want way more than 10 mil yeah. for the one known ghoul. That's fair. Unless they're like, hey, we know this thing's about to break out of this Jaffa and take someone over. We just kind of want it off our hands. We'll also, give you we know where to get another one. Yeah. You know, to them, they see where the, it's it's not a well, limited that, commodity. Well, right now they can't get their hands on it because we find out later that they got this back when they still had a Stargate program. That's true. And it's been, held, they just held it captive until then. Yeah, that's true. So they don't have current access to go get it. Sometimes, too. 
too. Price drops when you just want to get your hands off. Of, get, is, get something, uh, get rid of that's it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think they know that it's about to mature and take yeah. someone over. So they're like, yeah. yeah, do you want it? We'll give you at a great this discount is, this price. This is your problem now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Asset doesn't know why they, like, want... They wanted the gold, you know, something probably in, in the also why they'd want Sam something, I'm sure, with the reason that she was implanted once mm-hmm. and now doesn't have one. Um, and Asset just tries to comfort himself with telling himself that in the right hands, a ghoul could lead to a life, a long line of medical breakthroughs. And you're like, you're just trying to save your own skin at this point. Mm-hmm. So Jack's uh, getting back to that. Over- I don't know that I really believe any of that. No, like, you, you don't, don't even have to no. do that. Don't no. don't don't lie to us. No, no, no. Um, but he'll say anything slick that he can. To yeah, because it's in him. Try it's, not to yeah. get shot by Jack. Because uh, he is getting back the overwhelming desire to shoot ass at <laughs> yeah. again. Well, yeah. Um, but he can't because, well, because Sam's had- now in peril because yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Asset knows the name of the doctor who took delivery of the gold. Mm-hmm. So they arrive at the office of Dr. Neil Brooke, immunology. Uh, Asshat wants to, he's like, look, we make a great team. You know, if you ever want to leave the SGC and come make more money than you could ever <laughs> yeah. dream of. Dude. And then he breaks into his computer and gets Adrian Files' medical file. I love the idea that Adrian he's a hacker. Conrad. I just really don't. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it just feels so unbelievable. I know. That he's like a hacker who can get into things. Because this is not the first nor the second no, time it's that not. he does that. Yeah. It's like, where, since when are you a secret hacker? What have you been doing? You hanging out with Angelina Jolie on your spare time? Because that would be the right time frame, right? More it would be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's what he was doing. So Jack calls Mayborn here G. Gordon. Yeah. Which I'm like, I know that reference. Yep. G. Oh. Gordon Liddy. I know that man. Was a lawyer, well, former lawyer, who was most known for being convicted of conspiracy, burglary, <laughs> and wiretapping, and Watergate hmm. scandal. Hmm. He wasn't the only one, to be fair. Who would he be related? What president would they be referring to there? Uh, I don't know, but I've been called that president a couple times. <laughs> so- <laughs> to be fair, I've never heard of that. Well, so Nick's, and then obviously, yeah. I have a friend in in college that we made nicknames for everyone. Yeah, uh, like I had a I have a friend named Wendy, so I was always like Wendela and <laughs> Wendith, and so she would then, of course, because she's uh, slightly strange uh-huh. in a very lovable way. Yeah, would go Nixon, and then at some point, she's calling my name down the hallway. She just went to Richard. And then she then just would yell my name as Dick down the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very sweet. That's, but that's the progression. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was Nick's, <laughs> Nixon, Richard, Dick. So then she would just yell Dick down the hallway. My nicknames have been Grace. <laughs> and Grace. Sometimes Gracie. Gracie. And then my favorite is just Slick. <laughs> I'll take them. I'm going to go Graceth. <laughs> I was. I do remember recently making fun of the name Topher and how much I hated it. And I was like, it's so stupid. You can't shorten Christopher to Topher. That's the end of the name. I just can't go by Ace. And then I went, wait, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, see, I had a thing that if your name ended with natural, like I would put an E at the end of everyone's yeah. name. But like, so it'd be like Gracie. But yeah. like if your name already ended with 
a, a, a Y like Wendy, I would put Ith at the end. <laughs> so Amy turned to Amoth and Wendy turned to, to Wendy. I dig it. It's very elfish of you. I, just <laughs> Appropriately. Appropriate. Hey, remember there was an episode we were watching? Well, actually, I have more about G. Gordon Liddy. Oh, tell us, tell us, tell us. <laughs> uh, he was actually, before he was, you know, sent to jail, mm-hmm. he was actually an FBI agent for a while, too. Uh, he was apparently a young hotshot who rose oh. up the wings, but he also did not play by rules and uh, was a little questionable sometimes and even ran a background check on his future wife using his FBI. Yeah. Um, he resigned from the FBI, uh, worked as a lawyer, even tried running for Congress at some point. And he found himself later working uh, in the Nixon in coal administration. Mine? Okay. Yep. <laughs> And the coal mine. Fucking in the coal mine. It's not the song. It's okay. Uh, he was moved eventually to Nixon's re-election campaign uh, and apparently came up with some real insane plots, supposedly, <laughs> to try to embarrass the Democratic opposition. Like, some of them, like, involving kidnapping anti-war protesters, trying to stage photos with campaign officials and prostitutes. Jeez. Like, Yeah. Uh, and he was eventually given the go-ahead to run with one of his crazy ideas, which involved breaking into the Democratic National Committee offices in the Watergate complex. Huh. Um, which, to be fair, he did not do the actual breaking in. He just okayed it? He just supervised it with the plans. Dude. Yeah. Obviously, Watergate has become the standard unto which all political scandals are measured. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure a political scandal like this would never happen nowadays. Uh-uh. And I'm not even going to try to go into the history of what actually happened to Watergate because no one can keep that straight. Um, well, that's... I mean, there's still a lot we don't really know, right? Yeah, there's, there's still so much... There's still a bunch of conspiracy theories and yeah. questions and all that kind of stuff. Um, he was eventually sentenced to 20 years in prison and $40,000 in fines um, almost 10 years later is when he was sentenced. Damn. So Jimmy Carter eventually commuted his sentence. And in the end, he got on a parole and served only four and a half years. But he went on to write an, he wrote multiple books, an autobiography where he admitted to making plans to kill a journalist. Jeez. He went on the lecture circuit. Uh, he made guest appearances on all sorts of TV shows, including MacGyver. Like, he had an acting career after he was let out of prison. Do you think that in, in, what, like 50 years, people will see these times the way they did Watergate? Possibly, yeah. And then... It's so interesting. He even was on Celebrity Fear Factor. <laughs> What? He was on Celebrity Fear Factor. Jeez. Uh, and he's still going. He's still alive. 86 years old. Bless his <laughs> crooked, <laughs> amoral heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's... uh, <laughs> Like, he's just lived a very interesting life. Oh, wow. I'm going to look up G. Gordon Liddy on Celebrity Fear Factor. And when we're done recording this, we're going to watch that. Um, so back to the episode in the SGC briefing room. Janet gets to lead the briefing because it's all medical stuff. Adrian Conrad is suffering from the fictional rare disorder known as Burchant syndrome, which <laughs> apparently just kills your immune system. There's no cure, but a symbiote would have no problems with taking care of the whole syndrome part. And which makes sense that, you know... Like, that they've been studying it. Like, they've been studying it, you know, at the SGC, tr- like, implanting it and being able to unimplant it to cure people would be useful. Right. Or figuring out what about that you can just basically magic have the magical cure pill. 
I, I mean, there is something to it. it. Basically, you would treat it the way you would treat it, like a dialysis machine. Yeah, you use exactly. it for what you need it for, and then you're done with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, and Janet's like, look, we've been doing this research for years, and I highly doubt that they would be successful in short amount of time, because please, it's me. And, yeah. like, my if team's I don't know good. it, then nobody else in exactly. the world can do it. Um. And luckily, Daniel saw St. Christina's in the suburbs of Seattle is abandoned and Adrian's company owns it. So Hammond gives them a go. Mm. So at St. Christina's, Sam has made her move. She runs down the hallway, takes out a henchman with a gun pretty awesomely. Um, but all the doors are locked. Because she's a badass and she's the bride and now she's yeah. going to go kill Daryl Hannell down the the, uh-huh. the hallway for whistling at her. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and Adrian Codran himself shows up in his wheelchair and more henchmen. Um, she's like, well, if I, if I put, Adrian's like, look, if you put the gun down, there's a good chance we'll both walk out of here alive. And mm. she's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fine. Yep. Uh, I'm doing this just to stall. I know my peeps are coming. So they handcuff her to a gurney and Adrian tries to explain about his condition and Sam's like, I don't give a fuck. There's something very much like, I feel like this guy is channeling like old Mar- Marlon Brando. Okay, in his I see performance, it. Like, yeah. like the old dude version yeah, yeah, of him. Yeah. Um, like fat Brando. Uh-huh. Because it's appropriate to say. Yeah. Uh, he's doing this best fat Brando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to share that. <laughs> <laughs> There's something real creepy about this dude. He's I, super creepy. Um, anyway, yeah. So Adrian cuts her off and is like, the human race has progressed to where we are today because of men who broke the rules or risked everything, usually because they had no choice. Which is why I now have a Gould. Yes, I know about the Gould and the entire Stargate project. Yeah. And Sam just continues giving him death glare. He's dumb. He's, look, he's real smart to the point of dumb. Yeah. That, if that makes Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. It's like I know those you, people. Your cockiness is going to be the death of you. Uh-huh. Um... But yeah, that's where we're at. We may or may not eventually get a character like that in Stargate. Hmm. Guys, I can't wait till she meets that character. So, hmm. um, and and the, the Dr. Henchmen are working on a way to remove the ghoul. Dr. Henchman, why, I presume. Yes, Dr. Henchman, I presume. <laughs> which is why Sam's so valuable to them. Yeah. Uh, Sam's like, look, smarter people than you, like Janet, have been working on for years on how to get the benefits without like becoming the whole evil nut yeah. job thing. Like, you already have the evil nut job thing down, so... Basically, we'll tell you when it's ready, because yeah. you're not going to find the answer before Exactly. So, Conrad has a coughing fit and is wheeled out for some medical attention, mm. and the doctors decide that they have to implant the gold now. There's something really sinister about someone with that much power yeah. being in such a desperate situation. Oh, yeah. Because... You don't back this, the yeah, it's just so dog much fucking, Yes, exactly. Um... And Diana's clearly like, yeah, can we not do that yet? Because we don't know how to get that thing out of him. And I would like to keep the Adrian because for some reason I love him, even though he's crazy. Even though he's a fucking insane dude. Yeah. I wonder what her backstory is. Like, is it a little Harley Quinn-ish? Might be. You know, like maybe she was there to help and then... He turned her because he's insane. Well, he ends up using every cliche line on her later on. So yeah. maybe she's just not the brightest bulb in the Gosh, box. Gosh, what a bummer. I know. Anyway. But they're going to do this thing now. They start restraining Adrian to implant the Gould. Uh, outside in the SWAT truck, everyone's getting ready to go in. And we get some great shots of Jack's guns. Yeah. And I don't mean his weapons. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> Let's just Listen, sell. we don't get like sleeveless Jack no, very really often. Don't. Like yeah. RDA had some great arms. Yeah, maybe he finally got rid of the farmer tan and he's like, I'm pulling the <laughs> sleeves up. Pulling the sleeves up for this one. Uh, Jack does let Mayborn go with them, but because yeah. uh, Mayborn's like, look, it's my fault and I truly want to help. Yeah. Um, which, you know what? That line right there, I do believe Mayburn. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's hard to see where he stands, but he, he's he got some sort of love for this team. He does. I truly don't think he wants any harm to come to SG-1. I think he's a chaotic neutral. Yeah. And he, but he has some love for this he's team. Out, right. He's clearly out for what will benefit me. Yes. That's, that's for damn sure. Yeah. But I also think he was like, I think he would sacrifice one of SG-1. Like, if it came down to Sam or or Asshat, he would choose himself and sacrifice Sam. But he's like, look, if I can save you guys, you're yeah, like my next level like, I don't of think people. there's any love for Teal'c. No. And probably not any love for Daniel, but Jack and Sam are actual military people. I still think, I mean, they may not be as high as Jack and Sam, but I think mm. if it came down to it, he would do what he can to save Daniel or Teal'c, as, like, over a random Joe Schmo on the street. That's fair. Um... So uh, he gets to go in and help, but he doesn't get a gun. Mm-hmm. So inside, Adrian, like, is, there's no longer Adrian. Right. Uh, it's now glowing eyes. I mean, did we all yeah. not see this coming? This from start. The freight train coming right at us. <laughs> uh, his vitals are normalizing. The pain is gone. And now Diana just wants to know how long until they can, like, remove it again. Yeah. But the doctors are like, yeah, well, we don't know how to do that. Like, yeah. that was the whole problem of not... Remember imp- the whole thing where we weren't going to do this because we didn't know what to do now? Like, Sam holds the key, but they don't know how to use the knowledge. And like, Adrian, you can tell, he's like, hearing all this in the back yeah. of his head. Um, and apparently Adrian didn't approve the direct examination of her brain tissue to get the answer. Um, you know, so maybe there was a bit of a soul buried in Adrian that didn't yeah. flat out kill her. But Diana doesn't have a soul and is like, yeah, she do whatever can't it see takes. anything but the love for this person. Yes, what she as misguided as it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Daniel, the scene with Daniel. This is my favorite. <laughs> I wrote in all caps, like a damn rogue. <laughs> <laughs> he rolled a very high, he very good roll. Well, he just, it's a good, it's a good little bluff. It's uh, a good bluff. He, he, so he takes out the guard with some great acting ability. Uh-huh. And I gotta love anytime you can work a joke into this. Like, do you know <laughs> yeah. what it's, do you have any idea yes. what it's like to be electrocuted? Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is, this would be what a bard who plays rogue would do. Yeah. Because it's still entertaining as fuck. But uh-huh. he's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna channel my inner rogue. Like, I want to give Michael Shanks the uh, tarot award just for the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just for for yeah, yeah. The it's the comedy drama. Uh huh. Yeah. The dramedy. Dramedy. Thank you. I was the, like, what is the word? Like, yeah, Michael the Shanks. Dramedy tarot award. Gets the dramedy tarot award for the scene. And I do find it's an interesting choice to send Daniel in to do this and not just have like Teal roll up like a boss, just like break yeah. down the doors and go pew 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 pew. <laughs> to be fair, it'd be pew pew because he'll take both of them out in one shot. That's true. Um, they'd be like and done and yeah. done. So I do find an interesting choice that they that that they let that Teal let Daniel go in. Well, you know that's how you get Daniel a little more training and experience yeah. and and just time to get in the the few times. There's not a lot of times where he does get to do this, so why not let him do it? Yeah, when he can, you know, keep his skills sharp. Exactly. Um, and meanwhile, um, the guard comes up 
on Asshat, and like Jack just takes him down, and Asshat gets a gun finally now. Um, so Adrian is trying to convince Diana to like take take the restraints off. Yeah. And no. he's like, no, I'm, I'm better. The the ghoul is controlling me. I'm totally controlling the this ghoul. This is Morgan Freeman's voice from Seven pops into my head. And it's like, the ghoul has the upper hand. The ghoul is in charge. John Doe's got the upper hand. He's like, every line, every cliche line, well, can't you tell this is me? And yeah. like, I did this so we can be together. Nope, 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 nope. I just nope. want to touch let, your face. Let me see you the songs of notes. <laughs> she... She eats it all up. Yeah. She she buys She's every dumb. line. So the Dr. Henchmen go in and prep Sam to save millions of lives. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they even, like, like they even have that scary saw that cuts into people's brains. Uh-huh. Thankfully, Jack and Asshat have perfect timing. Oh. Very dramatic timing, as yeah. Sam says. Yeah. I love how she's like, can we not with the drama? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're about to die. She's like, yeah, but can we not? Can we not point that out? <laughs> um, and and uh, they, they uncuff her. And uh, sorry, I blocked where I was in my notes for a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, he radios Daniel to tell her Sam's free. Um, and Daniel's like, we have another problem, though. Uh, Diana was dumb and let Adrian go. Yeah. So... Now, she, like, is she hooked up now to the monitors? Because the monitor heartbeat is still going in the background. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it's just a mistake in Foley work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Sam does a dramatic leap off the bed and sticks the landing. Because, of course, she does. Yeah. Can we really just consider this? Because I WTF'd all over that. <laughs> it's like, okay, how many drugs did they have you on? They're and literally just- about take you Almost out. did like a backflip The last the time you tried to stand up, <laughs> you stumbled into a fucking table and and now you're on more drugs and you've been here longer so you've less yeah. food, less drink, more stress uh-huh. and you just like like a freaking Russian Olympic gymnast <laughs> like a 13 year old at her prime. She only got an 8 from the French Nadia Comaneci herself. <laughs> Was like, let's go. I'm ready to shoot things. So Jack's like, hey, asshat. And you know what it was? They were like, how can we keep this frame and not move the shot, but get her out of the bed and still keep her in frame? It's like, well, what if you just leap? And she's like, yeah, okay. That's not weird at all. And then with a flourish at the end. Like jazz hands. She did like to present. Yeah. And it's like, okay, now who's being dramatic? (laughs) How about just get off the gurney? (laughs) It's just not dramatic enough for this. Uh, So Jack's like, so asset, you're going to stay here and watch these henchmen until I get back. And you will for sure be here when I get back, won't you? And he's like, sure. Wink. Yeah. Also, dramatic gurney dismounts as a new band name. <laughs> is that a band name or is that just a song? Uh, okay, fine. It's a song. That sounds like a, like the tour's name. Yeah. Yeah. The dramatic gurney dismounts. <laughs> so they it's start a new sport in the Winter Olympics because <laughs> it's indoors gurneys. <laughs> All done. <laughs> uh, they combine that with coming to you in Pyeongchang. <laughs> they combine that with trampoline. Yes. It's the winter equivalent of the trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. So they start, uh, they start searching the hospital for Adrian. And, like, I'm sorry, are abandoned hospitals the creepiest places, period? Yeah. Like, period? Because yeah. abandoned hospital time? means all the dead things died there. 
All the things died there. I take that back. I was once in a like 20 year abandoned orphanage. Oh, that's the creepiest thing ever. Because yeah. it was also supposedly haunted. Well, a lot of those buildings and we have had shared... to break into it. Oof. This was like the it was like the the freshman thing that like all all freshmen had to do. No thanks. Like, well, here's the thing though: in hospitals, more people die than in orphanages. This is true. Well, this was supposedly an orphanage where there was a larger amount of deaths than average. I mean, yeah. If uh, there's, yeah, orphanages, asylums, yeah. old hospitals, uh-huh. they're all in that same good. category of like, nope, nope. I'm gonna nope right out of here. So they're they're searching. It's a long search sequence. Uh, it's it's clearly like we had some extra time to fill, so let's search some more. And uh, Daniel hits the room that Sam was held in and finds the two henchmen unconscious and cuffed to the bed with no mm. ass hat in sight. Uh, and then Jack has spent most of his searching in the wet, drippy, not creepy at all basement hallways yeah. and finds Adrian down there as well. And he's like, don't shoot or you'll kill the host. And Jack's like, I don't give two shits Non-fox. about your host. non And then Jack is shot from behind. This part. By Q. Fuck. Who and let his ass in here? Who then goes to Adrian and is like, come with me if you want to live. Basically says the exact line. I'm pretty sure they wrote that line like that. And they're like, we can't quite be that quoting Terminator. So let's just flip a few words around. Yeah, you know what, though? Because Simmons would be like, what can I say here to make me sound like a badass? Uh-huh. Oh, this part makes me angry. So Sam finds Jack in the basement and calls for help. And Jack comes to and is like... Well, he was like, I was shot. And he goes, yeah, well, one shot was saved for your vest. And he's like, why don't my vest have sleeves? Yeah, it's like, okay, drama queen. Can we have a bulletproof shirt? Which makes sense. Can yeah, you, you, they're too heavy. They're getting technologies advancing for bulletproof vests. They're becoming thinner and thinner. I mean, when we all become rainbow mantis shrimp. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Until then, it's too damn heavy. So, uh, But yeah, where's my rainbow mantis shrimp armor? Exactly. Um, he doesn't know who shot him since he probably was unconscious as soon as he hit the ground. Uh, and I supposedly he didn't hear his voice because it wasn't too long afterwards that you heard his voice. Yeah. And he'd be able to pin it as Simmons. But back at the SGC infirmary, Jack assumes it was Mayborn who no, shot him. Oh, it wasn't Mayborn. And local authorities did admit that they might have dropped the ball letting Mayborn and Adrian out of the perimeter. Son of a bitch. May have dropped the ball. Uh, and the FBI and Interpol have been alerted, although they can only tell them so much about what happens. Here's the thing. Where is Mayborn? It's a good question. We don't know things. Probably went back to his tropical island. Fuck. So we end with Adrian in a holding room, and he can get better accommodations if he starts delivering on his end of the bargain with Simmons. Bad things are going to happen. <sighs> you can just feel it. And fade out. Grace mad. <laughs> Grace mad. Yeah, it's uh, it doesn't end you with a warm and fuzzy ending. I can't imagine waiting months for this fucking show to come back either. To be fair, you do get the 100th episode next. Fine, but we don't get a, any type of things on this. Aren't you glad you're not watching this when it first aired in real time? Aren't you your face? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Guys, this episode was tough. That was tough. Are you? Was this? Is this going your your top? Uh... I think it will because it's got some. 
It's got some lead into something that I know is going to come back and bite us in the butt. I do like this episode, and I love anything that has, like, when I say love, I mean hate love. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. but well, anything with Kinsey and, and Mabor, Simmons. that's what yeah. I'm saying, both of them together. But I, I, here's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to take out, um, oh, do I take out Fifth Man or Ascension? Fifth Man's got our friend Tyler from Texas. Yes. Ascension is the one with... Why can't I remember? It's Ghost. <gasps> yeah, I'm not taking you, out... You're not going to take Ascension out. I'm not taking... I think I'm going to take Fifth Man out. All right, are we going to replace Fifth Man or are we bumping everything up? Let's bump Ascension up and then put this after Ascension. Okay. So my list now goes Threshold, 2001, Ascension... Desperate Measures, and Rite of Passage. Can I say, someone, and I, and I do apologize for your name, uh, on Facebook was like, I can't believe both of you have Threshold so high. And I was like, trust me, I am as shocked as you guys are that Threshold is still at the top of my oh, list. Oh, I love Threshold. I, that's the one where I, I know Tilk was going to die. But like I said, that is your type of episode. Yeah. Threshold isn't my type of episode, which that's is why true. I'm shocked Threshold is still up there. Guys, spoilers, true. it's not going to be up there for another This is his last week dun, at number dun, one. Dun. Um, because next week, I haven't even told Grace the name of the episode for I next week. I want to know things. Are you ready? I want to know The 100th episode are. that we're about to watch uh-huh. is called Wormhole Extreme. Wow. <laughs> that sounds like candy or Wormhole Extreme. Wormhole Extreme. It sounds extreme. like an energy drink. It does sound like an energy drink. Here's my drink. prediction. Okay. They make an energy drink out of the Nakoda. <laughs> That then Janet has to somehow solve and take out of their bodies because it's killing them slowly. I mean, you can tell by Wormhole Extreme, it's not going to be like, shall we say, a serious hard hitting yeah, episode. It's not, it's not going to be, yeah. That's that's it's my like plan. upgrades, like yes, upgrades, yes, very much upgrade like a style. Okay, are we going to need more drink. steaks? I'm going to need an energy drink. It's going to be blue. We are, uh, when we record next week, it'll be... You think drinking Nakwada was like, remember those Orbit poppy things that were Oh my were gosh, those are so weird. Yeah. yeah. Okay, all done. It's like, they're like boba balls? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, here's a, here's a thing. I don't like boba balls that much. I love boba. They're just weird. They're so boba-y. Mm. They're so, well, it's tapioca. If you don't like I tapioca. I, but then, I love tapioca. That's the funny. Thing. I know. Um... So, next week is our 100th episode, but it's not exactly... We've passed our 100th a while ago, but we weren't keeping right, track of this. Right, with the tangent cast. Yeah, it's our 100th episode, so we are going to uh, uh, be complete with uh, with Prosecco and uh, Blue Jello. Blue motherfucking Jello. To drop in the Prosecco. It'll be great. And then eat. It'll be great. And it'll be great. And it's going to be delicious and amazing. And fun times. And, uh, and... Basically what we're saying is prepare for just drunk Dixie and Grace next week. Because <laughs> I feel like that's what's coming. It's gonna be... It's gonna be good. But that also makes me think that we may not get any resolution for this episode next week. Fine. Look, my coffee, I'm t- I would take a drink of coffee, but I can't reach it because of the yeah. stormy. This is where you just, like, stroke a stormy like I an evil villain. stroke a stormy. It's <laughs> like Mr. Bigglesworth. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mr. Bigglesworth, but Aww. giant and black. Stormy's going to be a skeleton for Halloween. That's going to be adorable. Yeah, because I'm just going to paint him with chalk. That works. Because he won't let me do anything else. <laughs> um, but we, we don't have any of you Patreon listeners this week, um, which is, you know, we're still in awe of all of you who have we joined us We don't need new Patreon. ones. We love the ones 
ones we, we love got. the ones we have. We uh we didn't get a picture up uh because the post office was a little awkward. Listen, but Grace rolled. Listen, look and listen. <laughs> I had a real awkward experience at the post office <laughs> trying to buy international stamps, and then going, "No, can I have those back because I need it." <laughs> To take a picture for our list, and then because and and the, the, the there was like three people in line behind me, <laughs> and and I, I I was like run run. And they were like they, they're like, but we'll mail them right here. And she's they're, like, but I want to mail them. I want to mail them myself. And they're like, no, no, well, we can just throw them in the mail right here. But seriously, I, it's right here. And they're like, I'm. Okay, bye. So, pod <laughs> cards are out. Yeah. They've been released into the ether. Yeah. But, you know, if I could recreate that story for you guys, I would. <laughs> but just entertain that fact however you will. It was Friday it was at awkward. the post office. There's like three people behind me, only one dude at the desk. I'm buying international stamps and trying. I'm also trying to, at this point, return something to Amazon, <laughs> which I did not label properly. Um, so enjoy. It was wonderful. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. Um, guys, you know where to find us. We're on, we're at Terror Podcast on Twitter. We're, there's no place like Terror on Facebook. Uh, we are, there's no place like Terror at gmail.com to and email we, us. And we are patreon.com slash there's no place like Terror. Uh, and like us and rate us and review us and do all the fun things. Yes. Uh, and we love you guys for listening and we'll see you next week with Wormhole Extreme. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.